April 29th, 1998, Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler sustains a knee injury while performing live on tour at the Sullivan Arena in Anchorage, Alaska. Though still filling stadiums, Aerosmith's popularity was fading after the release of their middling 1997 album, Nine Lives. The tour dates were postponed after Tyler's injury, and for a moment, it looked like the band was set to fade into obscurity. However, almost a full month after the accident, Aerosmith's secret weapon was released, a hot new single written for one of the biggest movies of the year, Armageddon. Though the song was released for radio play, it was never intended to be a commercial single and was ineligible for the Billboard Hot 100 chart. However, popular demand forced a commercial release in August, whereupon the Aerosmith Armageddon single spent four weeks at the number one spot. The song also hit number one in Australia, Germany, Greece, Ireland, Austria, Norway, Italy, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. But, much like the mission of the blue-collar astronauts in Armageddon, this singular success for Aerosmith didn't come together until the last possible minute. Songwriter and hitmaker Diane Warren had originally wrote the Aerosmith hit for, quote, Celine Dion or somebody like that, end quote. Warren was inspired to write the lyrics after watching an interview conducted by Barbara Walters with James Brolin and Barbara Streisand. A quote from Brolin regarding his relationship with Streisand was written down by Warren and became the title of the song. Before the single made it to Steven Tyler and the boys, Irish rock band U2 was being considered for the hit. The factor that tipped the scale in Aerosmith's favor was Liv Tyler, daughter of Steven Tyler and the female lead in the film. Warren was surprised by the choice, but thrilled by the results. Quote, I remember being at the Sunset Marquee Hotel and sitting at the piano with him, Steven Tyler, and teaching him the song and just having chills all over my body as I heard the song come to life with his voice and knowing what it was going to be, said Warren, about working with Tyler. When Aerosmith resumed their tour in 1998, they were once again on top of the world, as fans didn't want to miss the chance to hear Tyler Belt, this classic power ballad, live. That's right, we're talking Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing this week on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one would miss you, baby. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my sweetest co-host. Alex Mildenberger. Alex, you darling man, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're in proximity We're again, in proximity so that's again. always a nice sign. It's, it's, nice does it feel unnatural happen? for you when we record like this now? It's, I mean, it's different. You don't, do you know where to look? I don't know where to look, so I'm just fucking... No, we're, I mean, eye contact, now. right? And now it's, we're talking it's about good, it. So it's a good thing to do <laughs> when you're talking to a person, right? Look them in the eye. Yeah. Look me in the eye. And just podcast with me. And podcast with me, yeah. So that's good. You're doing good. Um, you are the sweetest. Um, also sweet, not only are we in person together, but we're here sure. with a special guest who hasn't been on since 2020. Earlier, I think because what Kenny Loggins died. No, not Kenny Loggins. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I think that was twenty twenty. Yeah, that sounds right. I think that was right. Um, our unofficial uh, QA lead, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Gill. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. I say as you're in your own home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always in the studio. Just not. Just not on mic. On mic. <laughs> yeah, welcome. How does it feel to be a Cover Me insider? Uh, it's kind of cool. I don't know. I like it because it's like I get to talk to Alex a lot about things that uh, don't come up on air. Oh yeah, I like so recently you guys did Bob O'Reilly. That's right. And uh, you're talking about uh, he farms for his meals and like 
that's all I hear now when I listen to the song. <laughs> I was like, I, for the longest time, I thought it was fight, but yeah. I know it fucking, it has ruined my brain. I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? It doesn't change the song like at all. But that, yeah, it's exactly. Just like, yeah. But it's weird, right? It is. It's weird. Yeah, you're like, he's a farmer. He's pretty proud of it. <laughs> mm. Um, We are today not talking about Bob O'Reilly, though. We're talking about Aerosmith. We're talking about, I don't want to miss a thing. Will, you asked for this song specifically. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, like, I'd, I've just always really liked it. Um, and recently, we've all had, like, a really good experience with it. We've been to two weddings together where we've been screaming it at the top of our lungs yeah. at each other and the couple getting married. So <laughs> Yeah, so it is, like, very emotionally charged. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's absolutely why I like the song. Of course, I liked it when it played on the radio. Obviously played a big part, I think, in Aerosmith being a band I knew as a child. Okay. I don't know if that's the same for you guys. specifically? Yeah, because I think it kind of kept them in the popular consciousness. Yeah, I guess generally it probably did. Uh, I didn't know this song specifically that well. But, Mm. you know, I knew Aerosmith. But Aerosmith is kind of a weird band that's, like, come back a few times. Yeah. Multiple times in the 90s, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like they started the 90s strong, and then their, their like, follow-up album was a flop, and then they had this, and then the and 90s then, ended. I think. And then, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they had too many comebacks was, there. Alex, are you a big Aerosmith guy, in general? Not huge, but, I mean, they were one of the big ones when first getting into, like, classic rock, which is what I did when I was, like, 11 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought Dude Looks Like a Lady was, like, I don't know. It's provocative. Just it's provocative, right? <laughs> what does it even mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see, saw Mrs. Doubtfire and Mrs. Doubtfire. Was it in that? It's in Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense because he dresses as a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Will, same question. Yeah. Aerosmith fan? Yeah, yeah, big Aerosmith fan. Um, listened to him a lot growing up. I think the song I liked the most by them when I was little, and it sounds silly, but was "Come Together." Which oh, is their God. cover of the Beatles song. Yeah, from this. It's from this movie. Armageddon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> soundtrack. So it's funny that uh, that was the one. But like for the longest time, I didn't even know it was a cover. Yeah. Um, would you, who's ever heard of the Beatles? Not, not me when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah. Uh, and like my dad would pay, play a lot of this, a lot of Aerosmith. So yeah, that checks out. Exposed to it a lot. It seems like what Alberta dads would play. Did your dad play a lot of Aerosmith? Aerosmith. I mean, he's more a Dire Straits guy, but there was, you know, we okay. listened to some Aerosmith. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I can see the, the, the divide <laughs> parenting here being who played more Aerosmith. <laughs> Changed the path. Um, Alex, you've never seen Armageddon, is that right? I've seen Armageddon. You've seen Armageddon. Yeah. I'm the only one who hasn't seen Armageddon. Yeah, it's just you. Oh, shit. Yeah, we watched it together. Yeah. Like a while ago, but okay. we watched it. I think we were in our other house. Uh, it was here. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was that long ago. It okay. was like a year ago, maybe. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway. You've seen it a lot. I've seen, I've it. seen it multiple <laughs> we watched times. We watched it together. Okay. Did it's you been... see it in theaters? No. Okay. Uh, I probably watched it on TV, like, came with out my dad. When right. we were, like, five. That's definitely, like, a Sunday, like, with ads movie. That's all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, For, oh, it would take so long to play this movie on TV. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a long It's an afternoon. With ads, it's probably four hours. Yeah. Tuck in, you know, wait for the guy to put an animal cracker on Liv Tyler's belly button. He does do that. That's all I know from the movie. Well, I had to look because I was like, I was conflating the destruction of the, is it a meteor or an asteroid? 
Um, I think it's from the asteroid belt. So yeah, I think okay. they classify it as an asteroid. They classify it as an asteroid. I keep thinking like, yeah, they send Bruce Willis, Willis up there and he punches it. But I'm thinking of Independence Day, Welcome to Earth from Will Smith. Right. Um, so I had to like Google the plot. I was like, is it the one where he punches it? He punches it away. Is that right? <laughs> no, it's not right. <laughs> not with his fists, with an explosive. With explosives. Yeah, they have to like break it Nukes. up. Yeah. 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 This movie is so unbelievably American. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get some oil workers. We got to drill. We got to blow it up. Well, so this is why my dad liked watching it. Cause my dad was a geophysicist. Oh, okay. and, uh, oh yeah. So he was big into oil field stuff. And so he's like, you got to watch this movie. <laughs> it's about the oil field. <laughs> it's how difficult it is okay. to drill. You can't train those drillers in that amount of time. No, sir. Uh, yeah. I like that. It was faster to, to train them to be astronauts than to train astronauts to drill. I don't think either would be easy. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I feel like the the the, the ast- a lot of astronauts are like have masters or doctorate degrees. Like they're right. pretty smart people. Yeah. So I feel like you could teach them to drill. Yeah, I think. <laughs> no offense to drillers. No offense but, to drillers, but yeah. Um. Yeah. This song. What a strange thing. Written not by Aerosmith. Written by Diane oh, Warren. By Diane, Diane Warren. Warren fan, Alex. What else did Diane Warren? Um, what, the hit the song, songs? If I Could Turn Back Time. By oh, Cher. right, If I Could Turn Back Time. So she's written some like pretty big hits, Yeah, but I've never specifically been a Diane Warren fan. You Never heard, heard of her. <laughs> never heard of her. <laughs> I like, know the name. Oh, Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge. Yeah, like I know... The rhythm of the night. I know these songs that you're listening to. <laughs> it still blows my mind that like there are people that write songs that don't perform them. Yeah, so. that you just like you're just like your nine to five songwriting job. Yeah, you're just yeah. like such a lyrical genius and you're like, who would sound good saying this? Not me. Yeah, like, we're we're shot this out to Celine Dion, probably. Diane Warren also does her own recordings as well. Is she has yeah, some about. songs. But like her hits are typically, I think, for other people. Yeah. I, I don't know too much about Diane Warren. But yeah, it is weird to think about that. Like I watched Justin Hawkins from The Darkness sometimes, and he'll talk about, like, writing songs for other people. They're like, yeah, I had a hit with, like, this guy. Yeah. Didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know you were on that. Yeah. Yeah, especially if they're, like, already, like, semi-famous or, like, semi-public. Like, like why didn't Hawkins. you keep it for yourself? You're like, yeah, why don't you just do they that just yourself? They've got so many, they're throwing them out yeah, for money. Just just they're throwing money, them out. Yeah, they're, they're just they're giving them whoever will take them. For money. Now, Alex, this is what I found interesting, is we've accidentally done a theme two weeks here. Which is Power Ballads, Power Ballads from the year 1998 for films. For films, yeah. <laughs> Last week we talked about Iris and like the same single story where it's like it was only released for commercial airwaves. Right, they weren't expecting it to be this popular. popular but and this one gets the commercial it. release. Iris doesn't. Well, I feel like the movie, like Armageddon did. Better. Way better than so, City like of maybe just yeah. Armageddon was enough of a hit that like it could propel that, and maybe and Aerosmith was a bigger well, deal I think than it was the Goo a bit Goo of Dolls. symbiosis. I think I the think. song and the movie fed off each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like Gangsters Paradise and the film that Gangsters Paradise was written for. <laughs> I'm shrugging. All right, I'm Alex. shrugging visibly, um, but not audibly. One more thing to address: people might be confused because the title of Aerosmith's "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" is "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing," and it's May, and it's supposed to be Unmarketable May. Now, first thing, I've got a punch up here, Alex. You ready for this? Yep. Instead of Unmarketable May, Unmarketable May, hem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. It's it's punchy. Yeah, it's punchy. Less punchy than Bruce Willis in this movie, because as we know, he punches yeah, the meteor he, away. He's fucking knocking asteroids uh, out left and right. 
but I if we if people will buy it, I'm selling it. Okay. So yeah, it is unmarketable mayhem, and the fact of the matter is, this isn't really a part of that theme. But this was, you know, this was a rare opportunity where we're all in the same to room together. together. So deal with it. <laughs> uh, will Iris or I don't want to miss a thing. Which one's the better power ballad? Um, I prefer I don't want to miss a thing because yeah. I can like scream that one. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just like. When I'm partying, like I, I can just get taken over by it. But yeah, not that Iris is bad. No, like, I, I really like Iris. I do as think well. I don't want to miss the thing. Is superior. Yeah, uh, Alex, how do you? Yeah, feel? I would probably go for Aerosmith over Goo Goo Dolls. I mean, it's simple. It's the 16 strings on Iris. It's 52 on. Uh, on I don't <laughs> it's just a numbers thing. game. It's a numbers <laughs> game. It's simple. A as numbers that. game. Um, let's move our numbers on to talk about these lyrics. Very tough. There's a lot of poetry in the song. It's very confusing. <laughs> so um this like it starts off let's maybe i should riff this uh this diane warren quote where she talks about yeah. how cringe this song is <laughs> um let me see here she says some of the lyrics like i can stay awake just to hear you breathing which is the first line she, i'd be like no don't do that don't watch me breathe i won't be able to sleep go do something else she says it's so funny because part of me would never want someone to say that to me but then again i write it <laughs> so yeah an immensely sappy song we open, I could stay awake just to hear you breathing, watch you smile while you're sleeping, while you're far away and dreaming. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah, you mentioned it It came from like a the Elder Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, one of the J Brolins. J Bro. Um, talking about how much he loves Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just loves the song. Um, but he like basically said this. Like that, yeah, like word for word. That, so she like, like saw this interview at a hotel. Yeah, and he was like, "I I don't like want to miss a thing." Is like I think what he said because he's like, "I don't even want to sleep because I I love Barbara Streisand so much." And like, if he dreams about her, it's not good enough because the real thing is so much better. Yeah, I think he said all these things. It's literally it's, just yeah. She literally robbed Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> it was his his interview poetry that she turned into her song poetry. Yeah. Um. Have you ever done this? Have you ever watched somebody sleep? Fuck. Like, you, like even asking the question, okay. I'm like, are you a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, for me, Nicole always falls asleep before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know what she looks like sleeping. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, me yeah, you sent like, me the pictures, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex knows the house chat. Just like, hey, look, Nicole's sleeping. What Nicole's do you want to do? Um. But like I can understand the like the meaning behind it because it's like it's like they you're like in love with this person and they look so peaceful and it's like like all the stress of the day is gone like it just kind of like it's it's nice right yeah yeah like seeing them at peace is is peaceful to you and then yeah. the other side is like they don't need to do things for you to love them it's like yeah. oh, I love you when you're sleeping like, exactly yeah yeah. 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 But like I don't actively yeah, yeah. watch her sleep. Yeah. Okay. Alex, do you actively, <laughs> actively? watch these two sleep? <laughs> well, don't worry about that. That's not important. Uh I don't watch people sleep a lot. No. Generally speaking, if I am sleeping in the same room as someone else, I'm probably gonna fall asleep last mm. and wake up first. Okay. So like there's a lot of opportunity to be around people who are asleep. Mm. But like what am I going to do? Watching them? Like, <laughs> I could do stuff on my phone. Yeah, I see. It's just not as entertaining for you. 
Maybe it's maybe I'm in the wrong situations. Maybe I mean, yeah. hey, the only other time I can think of is when you're around people who've fallen asleep. Is like when you're all drinking together. <laughs> that could be not, funny. That's passed out. Oh, yeah, that's passed yeah. out. <laughs> or with Alex when we're watching movies, sometimes he'll just fucking He's decide just to sleep. Yeah. A little nap. I'm a little nappy. But yeah, it's a bit different. Okay, I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. I could stay lost in this moment forever. Every moment spent with you is a moment I treasure. Yeah, a, look at all those rhymes. Moment. Surrender. Moment. Forever. Moment. Treasure. Moment. <laughs> moment. moment. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, you're, you were correct, yeah, it's Alex. Like, it's like, it's like, not like complex rhymes, but it's like three and then three yeah. kind of thing. So it's like, I don't know. Is there a name for that? I didn't look it up. Um, A-A-A-B-B-B. That is the technical name. No, you're right. So yeah, and like, yes. Rhyming, I think, makes it sappier. Yeah, but it kind of does, especially because the rhymes are, like I said, not that complex. It's breathing, sleep, ing, dream, ing. So it's, it's just, it's like as surface level as you can get with a, a rhyme. Yeah. I think Although it, it, like, surrender train. forever treasure works a little better. Yeah. Or is, it's a little know, tougher. It's, it's a more of a stretch. Like, yeah. Turns it more into a poem. Like, yeah. As opposed to just. Yeah. But, I no, do the think there good. is the like good, but it's that is a strength of this song is its its sappiness mm. and so like I think that's what people latch on to because even if this is creepy as shit like there are there's like songs by Sting and the Police that sound like every breath you take is basically the dark version of this and people <laughs> still love that They're yeah like, that's a great love song so yeah I can see how this yeah the sappiness and uh, the simplicity I mean mm-hmm. it's easy to sing along to oh yeah it's very yeah slow clear vocals yes. I think the slow, the fact that it's like not too fast is a big point in its favor. Yeah, I agree, Alex. For joining in. And it's it's like every, you know, because every moment I have with this song is a moment I treasure. So the fact that it's slow means I get more moments. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but that's basically just an extension of what we already talked about. Enjoying being around the person. Person, you love the person. You're looking at them and you're like, hey, that's neat. And you don't want to sleep. Has he said that yet? Um, no, we're getting there. That's the chorus. We're getting there. <laughs> it's insane that it's not like the first line, right? It's, Isn't there just like one line in this song? Yeah, there that is. It says everything. Don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Falling asleep represents being apart. And, and they would rather die perhaps even though that's even more apart because you have to sleep to live i don't know if you guys know this i you know what don't believe in it (laughs) (laughs) don't believe in it i'm awake all the time i survive off of caffeine baileys mostly actually and baileys mostly baileys drop a caffeine in there yeah you don't want to fuck up up caffeine pills in your baileys (laughs) that's how i'm doing it yeah um, yeah, I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe, but I don't want to miss a thing. And then, you know, I, I guess in the, the case of the song, somebody's arguing right. with them and they're like, well, you could just dream of me. And they say, well, listen, because even when I dream of you, the sweetest dream would never do. I'd still miss you, babe. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, because the dream's not enough. It's, it's, it's yeah. not the real thing. It's just relationship FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like what your dog has. Yeah, it's exactly what Chopper has. <laughs> Shout out to Chopper uh, in the studio, not on mic, being very good today. And, and a bit of wordplay, too. You know, yeah. I'd miss you, as in I would miss you when you're gone, and not like to be apart from you, but also right. I don't want to miss a thing, I don't want to miss a miss moment, a moment miss okay, so an like, experience. Yeah, 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 missing as like the feeling of Yeah, of, of missing someone versus then... missing as in not experiencing someone. Right. 
I'd still miss you, bit. babe, and I don't want to miss a thing. You're right. Yeah. It's ex- the exact kind of wordplay that like they could teach you in high school English. Yeah. There's a real accessibility level to this this song that I think I'm I'm hammering on. Um, verse two, lying close to you, feeling your heart beating. We're still in bed. We haven't gotten out of the bed yet. No. <laughs> and I'm wondering what you're dreaming. Wondering if it's me you're seeing. Uh, then I kiss your eyes and thank God we're together. And I just want to stay with you in this moment forever, forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever. The, if you thought the first verse was laying it on thick. Welcome to verse two. I want to kiss your eyes and thank God we're together. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned before, Dial it back brother, <laughs> he's starting to get a little bored. Because he's starting to mind is wandering. Like, I wonder what they're thinking about in that dream. Right. Hope they're thinking about me. Certainly hope they're not thinking about someone else. (laughs) (laughs) That would suck a lot. What does it even mean to think in a dream? Um, you know, like dreams. I mean, obviously, sure. But I feel like sometimes dreams are just completely. Like I woke up the other day, and the only thing in my head was, "Hang on, I wrote it down." (laughs) Okay. Cloud Tom Hamas. That doesn't mean anything. Cloud Tom Hamas. That's amazing. I don't know, H-O-M man. or T-O-M? I wrote it down T-O-M. Okay, okay. Because okay. there's an H in Hamas, so I didn't want to do too many That's H's. Hamas. What is Hamas? It Hamus? doesn't mean is anything. Th- is there a guy named Tom Hamas? I don't know. But, like, what I'm saying is dreams don't mean anything. <laughs> a lot of the time. I'm wondering, because I, like, I'm, I'm a belief that it's just, like, the brain reorganizing sure, shit from the day, sure. right? That was just some syllables that I had, which hold on to. So I'm trying to figure out where are you clung onto those syllables, and your brain was like, we need to work this out, Cloud Tom Hamas. <laughs> Write it down. He was thinking of Tom Holland eating this. <laughs> yeah, oh! and, and also Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> you're, you were casting films in your brain, and you're like, yeah, you know, the Final Fantasy you know, VII you play movie. Cloud in Final Fantasy VII? Tom Holland <laughs> eating hummus. <laughs> Tom Hummus. <laughs> Perfect. So dreams mean nothing. That's um, my point. That's your point. Um, nothing means eyes. anything. Okay, we've already talked about watching somebody in their sleep be in a weird mood. Yeah, now you're also eyes? touching them. See, like... Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, the eyes, the eyes thing is weird, right? Because like the forehead kiss is kind of a bit of a that's, yeah. that's like a that's like a goodbye thing. That's yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna stop giving you attention. Okay, like, yeah, like um, yeah, okay, yeah. now I'm done. I'm gonna but, go like, sleep. Or he whatever. just missed, and then did it again. On well, the other on the other side, yeah, it's, like, like, no, it it's a it's a thing. I kiss both eyes. <laughs> it's actually a, a European thing. Yeah, he's like, maybe I'm Italian. Maybe he just wanted to do like butterfly kisses. Like okay. with your eyelashes. Your, oh yeah, <laughs> a butterfly kiss your eyes. <laughs> yeah, too many First, syllables. Though, so they're just syllables. like, we'll just kiss your eyes. Is that like related to the wondering if it's me you're seeing? He's like, maybe I can encourage them to see me by a loom. by we'll affecting the, the eyes. eyes. I'm not even consciously. Like, if the person was awake, I wouldn't kiss him on the eye. Would you? Would you ever be like, mm, coming in for that eye kiss again? Unless it's like a butterfly kiss. Yeah. But also, how old are you? <laughs> yeah. No. I don't think I'd ever put my lips near someone's eyes. I have a mustache and beard. Like, oh, it's, it's getting so get scratchy in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would change if I didn't, but well, I'm gonna have to shave so I can kiss some eyes. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Alex. Try and pick up some ladies with an eye kiss. With an eye kiss. You're the only just... single man here, so it yeah, you can try definitely that. be unique. Like, <laughs> we'll get... see what happens. <laughs> I'll report back. And if if the the eye kiss goes well. Bonus points if you go into the area and you go, thank God we're together. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then just keep going in this song. Yeah. In this moment, forever I and ever. I just want to stay with you in this moment forever. <laughs> like, did you just rhyme? Like, Shh. And the answer would be. 
So we hit the course again. So he wants to be in this moment forever. He doesn't want to miss a thing. It's all it's all in line here. The bridge. I don't want to miss one smile. I don't want to miss one kiss. I, well, kiss. I just want to be with you. Yeah, whether it's on the eye or elsewhere, I don't one. want to miss a kiss. Roman numeral. I. I. Alex, you cracked this whole thing open. <laughs> I kiss. Uh, well, I just want to be with you right here with you, just like this. I just want to hold you close. I feel your heart so close to mine and just stay here in this moment for all the rest of the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, that's it for lyrics. Um, yeah, I mean, did you get to the part where he doesn't want to miss a thing? Uh, no, where well, was let's that? Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Where is that? Uh, which thing is he not looking to miss? Uh, I can't think. Um, I guess, like, to, like, really, like, summarize the lyrics, I think what I like about it is, like, it's very clear that he loves this person, mm-hmm. but he never actually says, I love you. Like, it's, it's just really nice, because it's like, you're getting all this emotion and it's not like muddied by like, I love you. Yeah. We don't, we don't actually need to hear the word love in this song. Yeah. To know it's a love song. That's a good point. Just describing. I, of that's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. I think that's solid. And yeah, the, the, I love you line being, I don't want to miss a thing is like, yeah, like now it's, we all know it, but like, it's kind of clever, yeah. kind of a clever way of saying, I love you. Hell yeah. All right. So that's the lyrics. Let's talk about, the, this fucking grandiose instrumentation and uh, and singing and all that. Yeah, I mean, similar, but obviously we discussed on a different level to uh, what we just talked about. Yeah, uh, Iris, Iris yeah. um, strings. I mean, it was both in 1998. We still do strings in movies a lot, but there's de- it's like it's a big cinematic thing. Yeah. You know, these songs are very much in a specific like vein of of pop movie pop kind of yeah the same way that like modern movie pop is like the trailer music where you get to like (laughs) and it's some some pop song played sad yeah this was the movie they're like we're gonna get a big orchestra to back whatever pop music act is around at the time and so like here you get and i think it plays into the like space launch vibe of Armageddon where we open with these like strings. It's almost like an orchestra tuning. It's just doom, doom, doom. That's how I feel. It makes it huge. Yeah. 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 It feels like, and I don't know if I ever noticed how crazy the instrumentation was without like focusing on it. Cause like usually like I listen to this in my car Yeah, or, and you're screaming along with but it. Yeah. Like <laughs> on my good headphones, like quiet background just like, having it on, at a good volume like it's very complex and done very well yeah it's uh that is i had the name for the string arranger here it is suzy katayama on string arrangements and it's nuts because this is done this was recorded while aerosmith was on tour so they were brought in they had like three days to lay down their part and like joe perry talks about it. he's like yeah we could have done like more if we had more time but people <laughs> like it and it's like you did a lot <laughs> the, the orchestra like the, carries but yeah yes. the band is the band is the band in there. still like hits it it's, but it's like, not i mean compared it to like other aerosmith it's not like there's a bunch of guitar solos or right or anything or like complex riffs he's mostly just playing rhythm yeah truly mm-hmm. the the aerosmith signature on this is uh steven tyler, steven tyler yeah who I, I learned this week has the nickname the Demon of Screaming. Did you guys know God this? Demon of Screaming. I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Hadn't heard He's that. I, I heard Toxic Twins. He does have a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I, I don't even think I have the physiology to be able to sing like he does because my mouth is not that big. Yeah, you'd have to like put like a cone around your mouth. <laughs> Man, one time, I don't know, maybe they say this to everyone. 
when I was, <laughs> I was at a uh, what are they, orthodontist to get some whatever checked out. They're like, all right, open wide. And I did. And they're like, ah, singer mouth. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'll tell you, they didn't say that to me because my mouth, too small. Too small? Yeah, they had to crank it open. Oh, apparently I can open my mouth wide, according to them, but I don't mm. think so. I'm not going to do it right now. You're both looking at me. <laughs> do, you, do you think an orthodontist has ever been fired because somebody does that? And they're like, oh, dick sucking mouth. <laughs> Honestly, they probably weren't fired, oh. but they probably did it. They probably did it anyway. Maybe it was with a friend. Well, yeah. so... Like, there's bruising that happens when you suck a dick in oh, the yeah. mouth, yeah. and they can tell. So they know if you've been so sucking dick. Absolutely. So it's probably been said before. <laughs> like, listen, like, I know oh, you, you love, love your boyfriend, dick, but <laughs> you've got to pull back a bit. So yeah, we open with the orchestra. What happens next, Alex? What happens next? I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that. There's, like, some piano, too, though. Right? There is. After we kind of get through the intro into the verse, yeah, um, and then like I said, there's really like guitar, like strums, chord, and like there's some bass, but like yeah. the actual like rock band part of it is not much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it ends up being mostly the other arrangement stuff. So I assume that happened separately from the Aerosmith stuff. Yeah. I imagine that in, if they arranged yeah. that orchestra in three days uh, <laughs> while they're trying to take care of Aerosmith, that's very impressive. Yeah. But we start very gentle. It's cool. There's a big build in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it starts in the like we're in our small space together, yeah, presumably, together. and then it becomes very grandiose. Maybe he did fall asleep and started dreaming. That's a twist, Alex. And didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. Um, yeah, so you get that, like, things kind of trickle in in the first verse. We get the drums kind of, they kind of come in light. Yeah. And then... Light on the hi-hat? Yeah. And then the chorus, we start to get big, of course. They do big drums. Oh, hits. yeah, big cymbal right at the yeah. start. Big I crashing. Close my eyes. And then, yeah, that string arrangement picks back up again, because it kind of, you know, dies down a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we give space so we can hear Steven Tyler. But... I mean, once you get into the chorus, everything's got to go, right? Yeah. This is everyone's shouting. We're shouting. They're shouting. Or singing properly or whatever. Oh, whatever yeah. you want to well, call it. If we have singer mouth, we're singing properly, <laughs> Alex. I mean, not all of us can have singer mouth. <laughs> Some of us um, are just privileged. Yeah, but pretty standard pop. Like, the first verse, quiet. Chorus goes big. And then second verse, not as quiet as the first verse, because we can't go back down that low again. Yeah, we can't go all the way back down. So second verse is louder. Um, yeah, I think yeah. there was like a like the first verse kind of had like a solo, more or less solo string part, or yeah. definitely more cut down. And I don't think that's in the second verse, or it's just really low in the mix or covered up, right? Because at that point we have like more guitar, I guess, um, and more intense vocals. And is it just strings in this? Because briefly I thought there was brass, but I. Definitely second guessing it, but it would be very like light, and there, it wasn't anywhere else. Okay. So I figured it must be just strings, and I'm hearing it wrong. I'm really Maybe, bad at yeah. figuring yeah, out what's playing, and it's tough to tell. <laughs> um, so at one point, I was like, "I don't know what that dinging is. It's probably a triangle." Oh, I think that is what that is. Okay. Actually. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, I usually defer to Alex if there's like a question of what an instrument is. Yeah. So when you ask me, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there. I think in my head, there's brass, but it's low yeah but like like it could just be it could just be like a bunch of strings yeah it could be uh like a bass section what do you got read my next note that i forgot about there was no brass in the credits that's true it was all strings 
All strings. So. Yeah, it says string arrangements, but yeah. they did call it a 52-piece orchestra, which can be more than strings. That's true. But they're not just going to be like, string arrangements, and we let the brass run wild. <laughs> <laughs> These guys just do whatever the fuck they want here. Yeah, imagine... I don't know. I mean, do you have to call the whole orchestra in if you're only using the strings? Probably not. <laughs> you get like, called no, no, work, we're a package like, deal, okay. There. <laughs> okay. Boom, 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 boom. Like, can we cut cut the brass out? <laughs> just, that's enough. Um, I did also note like woodwind. Oh, about halfway through, I didn't put a timestamp. Didn't really notice, but that, you know what? Probably but, just strings. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they did have like an orchestra, yeah, it could be, it could be. Could like, be. The, it's hard because there's just a lot going on yeah and like there, there's mm-hmm. just like a lot of complex noises like even at the start it's hard to tell exactly what's playing because mm-hmm. it's just like this like barrage of like nice noise yeah mm-hmm. yeah You're like, i don't know that could be a spaceship for all i read <laughs> <laughs> that could just be the noise it makes um yeah we get to the bridge I've, I've noted here that he huffs air after the line one kiss he huffs like yeah. He's like, <gasps> breathe in. <laughs> he's I really mean, into that. they would have had to probably leave that in on purpose. Yeah, I think it's intent. I don't think yeah. Steven Tyler has bad mic discipline. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's doing that intentionally. Um, the next big moment I think for me is when he literally screams at the end of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, and, and then like, surely he can't get any more intense than this. And then and he like, like completely breaks up. Like he's just. Because, like, listening to it, or taking notes, I was like, you know, maybe I should do this at, like, karaoke or something. And then yeah. that note hit, and I was like... Well, see, because that's the thing. <laughs> I try it. When like, he's yeah. screaming, you don't have to hit a note. You just scream. Like, because he's not really hitting the note. He's in none note. It sounds in tune. not note. Least, yeah. I don't know. I just well, thought it was, like, literally screaming. Because it doesn't sound, like, proper to me, anyway. Sounds like rock and roll. Out. Sounds exactly. <laughs> it sounds like rock and roll. Yeah. I think... But it's, it's, like, it's like breaking apart, you know? Mm. Like a like a space shuttle, Alex. Like a space shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> like the second. They, they don't generally break apart. <laughs> you know, like the pieces come they, off. They like... Separate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the other car machine they have on the asteroid. Did they lose one of those? Like yeah, they not. lose yes. uh, a thing. That movie's like eh, just things going wrong and exploding. For it's, like it's like a standard a disaster hours. movie, but they escalate it by putting it in space. Yeah. And it's like just. Maybe I haven't watched other disaster movies. Hmm. Like tornado? tornado. Nope. That's Day a, after tomorrow. Nope. nope. 2012. Mm. Nope. 2012. I never saw that one. Um, anyway. What about the one with wor- big worms in it? Is that a disaster one? Tremors? 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 Yeah. <laughs> no. Tremors is an awesome movie. I wouldn't Great consider film. it disaster. Would, yeah, because it's, like, it's more like sci-fi. It's more like an alien invasion. It's kind of a comedy as well. Definitely a comedy, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen any movies. Seen I, I, well, I see, well, Tremors was rated R, so I was gonna watch it at my friend's house, but my parents wouldn't let me. Okay. When I was very young, <laughs> yeah, I, this <laughs> was not reason. This was last week. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, Alex. Um, I also noted like handbells or something on the course, but that could be percussion. It's they've got the yeah, percussion's just so general. Like, yeah, <laughs> make could be anything. Sound. Um, we get some ah, uh, there's the drum hitting the triangle or whatever. Yeah, I've noted that. Yeah, in that after that bridge. We say again, like, ding, ding, <laughs> like pretty regularly. Mm. Did we talk about the, like, um, like the choral sounding? Uh, like no, the, didn't. yeah, we do get those backup. Cause there is a lot of backing backup, vocals on but this. But it's yeah. like, it sounds bigger than just like a couple people. 
Yeah, you're right. It's uh it is a big like choral, like a choir. It sounds like a choir. Mm. Schwar. Did you say schwar? Schwar. Is that- <laughs> it's mispronounced choir. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna I wish my mic had been turned down for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit it out in post, don't worry, Alex. Um but yeah, and then then we do a fade out because you can't actually have like a, a ending to this song. Because it's just like screaming. It goes on forever. Well, <laughs> it doesn't help that like they just repeat the same thing for like the last. Yeah, we, we hammer that chorus <laughs> yeah. for like two minutes. <laughs> so yeah, it just kind of has to fade out. Yeah. Um. So there is a music. Okay, the really crazy screaming is actually at at the very end of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the end of the bridge. Not so I had that mixed bridge. up. Unacceptable, Alex. Let's talk about this music video though. Oh, yeah. I bet this was on the DVD. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Bonus feature. <laughs> music video on a DVD. Oh, man. It's always cool. Yeah. Because usually the bonus features are like commentary, and then you're like a kid. You're like, I don't give a shit. I just always wanted bloopers. Bloopers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was always looking bloopers. for bloopers. I was like, I bet you there's some good goofs on the yeah. set of Armageddon. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. They start they start the music video by like showing space stuff, and I think it's definitely not a scene. The intro is not a scene from the movie because it looks really low budget, right? Um, and I don't remember it. Might and, just be low resolution but video. It like goes past the moon. It shows a <laughs> yeah like, the zoom oh, in yeah. past the moon, uh, past the meteor, into yeah, Earth. or the asteroid yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it zooms into Earth into this like really low res like what should be like a google map shot but like it's just bad <laughs> yeah and it just like zooms in and then it's like steven tyler steven tyler's yeah. face steven yeah. tyler's face and you go like whoa he looks exactly the same almost except just less wrinkles <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he uh he had a knee injury at this time still from the from yeah the exactly concert. 25 years ago you said the 29th of april that's right oh, that's good. today look at Dang. us well unfortunately when people hear this it won't be but no Wild. Well, we're hearing it. It is. Um, yeah. So he had a knee injury from that from that event twenty five years ago. So is that why they were pulled so close to his face? Yeah, and that's he like doesn't move much because he couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. He doesn't need to. His mouth do all the yeah, work. His, yeah. <laughs> the mouth does enough walking for. Him. <laughs> um. I I think I liked. I really liked. They start doing like this. It looks like soundboards and stuff. But yeah. as they start zooming out and going through stuff, you can see it's like also mission control. Is it mission control from the movie? They cut in and out of like an actual yeah. like set that they're doing for the video to right. parts of the movie. They yeah. do show a fair amount and of so film they footage. do this thing where it's like you go into people's houses and on the TV is Aerosmith. Yeah, is that ripped so from the film. The film, the it's ripped from the film, and those characters are watching the launch. The launch, yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. So, <laughs> but Aerosmith they're watching. So it's like Aerosmith Liv Tyler watching <laughs> Steven Tyler sing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, or and even in Mission Control, it's like a shot of the band, right? Yeah. So they're like, "This is the mission." They're like looking at each other, and it's just like yeah. Aerosmith. Aerosmith well, in not, this studio that has like NASA. <laughs> yeah, it's not all the launch. Some of it, I think, is like news stories covering that the Earth's going to end because this asteroid's right. coming. Yeah. yeah, but it's footage from the it's footage from the movie, from the movie with the, movie. the like the edited. Aerosmith music video like superimposed in yeah. there. Yeah. You can kind of tell it's like old timey editing because yeah. it's like not a great composition. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I was kind of upset about was at one point they show that there's a shuttle behind like the band performing. 
and there's only one shuttle, but like in the film, it's like a really big deal. There's two. Two, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on. Aerosmith only needs one. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like mostly just scenes from the film. So yeah, yeah, a lot of shots specifically of like Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. They're the love story. Yeah. yeah, so we get that animal cracker shot. Animal cracker shot, bit where he like picks her up. Yeah. Or she, you know, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Here's, here's my question for you guys. So, so Liv Tyler, the estranged daughter of Steven Tyler. Hmm. Do you think it's weird that Steven Tyler like made a fuck track for his daughter for like do you think it's weird to see your daughter pretend to be intimate in a project you're also working on? Not um, if you're Steven Tyler. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like there or I'd like to assume there's a level of professionalism that like gets past that. Yeah, I guess. And also you you didn't really grow up with you didn't raise your kids, so they're basically a stranger to you in this yeah, scenario. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's a love song, and like he can have love for his daughter, and not obviously not in the same way. Yeah, not in the like, same way. It's love is love. Like yeah. there's different levels, but yeah, I, I guess I'm more so wondering about Steven Tyler, like going to premiere night, watching the movie, and having to see Liv Tyler romance Ben Affleck, and I wonder if he was just like, "This is a good romance," or he's like, "That's kind of my face, but a little more feminine and with a smaller <laughs> mouth." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'd just be happy for them. Like, yeah, it's like, I oh, guess. they look happy. Cool. Good. Like, yeah. All right. Maybe I'm just fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I just. I I don't know. I don't have a daughter, so I don't know how. Okay, so you see Chopper, uh, <laughs> you know, mounting another dog, but it's not. It's not like a real relationship. It's one just for film, and you're watching it because this you- is getting worse all the time. <laughs> I feel like I have problems with that for completely different reasons. Yeah, yeah, so we got got this dog fucking film. (laughs) Airbone. It's like, "Mm, I don't know about this one. (laughs) All right. There's no rules that can't say a dog can fuck. (laughs) Um, Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Any other good moments in this? Uh, The the shuttle does take off, and the the band gets burnt to a fucking crisp that's which what i love <laughs> rest in peace aerosmith and they just change the lighting to red and it's like really funny because like yeah. they'd definitely be dead if they're in that proximity <laughs> but like <laughs> that's right it just gets like covered in like dust and yeah. smoke yeah. Like, wow yeah the power of a space shuttle space um i like the end because it's a shot of Liv tyler from the movie like crying looking yeah. at a monitor but it's just it's just Stephen Tyler singing, Steve Tyler, yeah. and then yeah. he cuts out, and she's like, so sad. See, the other layer of it is that Liv Tyler in the movie plays. She is estranged from her father in that movie, isn't she? Uh, not estranged. Not, yeah, they. But like, dad works on a rig, right? Her dad's Bruce Willis, yeah. and she yeah. like also works on the rig sometimes. I think she's part, like a different part of the company or something. Yeah, she does admin. I can't remember. I can't. When? When? When does she? Did she come out to? I don't know. She does go onto the rig to like get with Affleck. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for her. <laughs> All right. Anything else to say about this, or should we move into some covers? Let's talk about some covers. Let's talk about some covers. Uh, thankfully, we've got Will to guide us through this next one here. Mark Chesnut in 1998. I don't close my eyes. I don't fall asleep because I miss you. And I don't want to miss a thing Cause even when I dream of you 
uh, country music singer-songwriter. Will, is this your kind of country? Actually, yeah. Yeah. I actually, like, I had one of his albums. Really? Um, good. I put this one on for you, but I was like, uh, so I don't a know. So it's a really, really well-known song called uh, Bubba Shot the Jukebox. Oh. Jukebox. Okay. All I noted was that he has a song called Going Through the Big D, and he wrote <laughs> when he was getting a divorce. the uh the i do i didn't know he did a cover of this but i do really know the bubba shot the jukebox and okay like i grew up with that song so okay so you got some love for the old chestnut i wouldn't i didn't know him by name but like i was like oh like like he sounds like a pretty classic like 90s country singer which is what i like and yeah yeah as soon as i heard his vocals i was like this is exactly the kind of country i do not like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this is an interesting version it comes out the same year yeah right away right away um and apparently so his his record producer also mark mark wright heard the original on his car radio and told chestnut he should cover it and then apparently they only listened to the original two times before they record their own version holy yeah an amazing job yeah pretty solid (laughs) yeah Said something about like, I really only recorded it because I thought it might be a hit. That's exactly right. And it kind of was. It was. It was top of the country charts and it hit, I think, top 20 on the Billboard Hot 100. Not bad. And to be that close after the original and to still get that kind of cred, like, that's pretty. Well, I think this version did a lot of like good things. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't say baby, which I'm not sure I'm in love with. Yeah, I wasn't keen on that. Um, like, I think it kind of works for the version. It, I think they just, he just really wanted to like focus on the, like, and like the honky tonk sound of the lines before. Right. And like the baby might just like soften that. Yeah. So. And it might play into like other genres more than it plays into yeah, honky tonk. Cause I was trying to sing it mm-hmm. to myself country with baby and it did sound off. Cause I miss you, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit so, weird. Yeah, um, it still has like a lot of instruments in it too. Like, yeah, so we get strings in here, and we do get like a version of that piano arpeggio to start off. Um, a little yeah. bit of bass, just in a bit there. smaller with the strings, because yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not the original was probably just orchestra had a you know big budget comparatively, I assume. And other country stuff, like you get your slide guitar sounds. Yeah. The guitar otherwise has got a twangier sound to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And like there's a whistle. I don't know if that's a country thing, but they're like, there's like a whistle sound at one point. I, I don't know if I noticed that. At yeah, what point, I definitely Alex? didn't notice. Um, I don't have a timestamp. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, then it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not real. Just making stuff up. Gaslight, yeah. Alex. Um. Yeah. There is something about this like country pop approach that like works for a ballad. Like, I think it was like a good adaptation. Yeah. Um, it it carries the the like the the sweetness, the sincerity. Hmm. Yeah. A thing I thought was weird about it was the vocals and how they kind of sound a bit auto tuned in yeah, the year nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. But it's like. They do it to make it like wavery, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing they do to their guitars, I think. Because okay. uh, oh. I have a note at one forty. Mm-hmm. There's like they have this like little guitar like thing that comes in, and there's like a lot of like, mm. there's a lot of stuff on it. Um, okay. I don't know the technical jargon, but I think they do the same thing to the vocals right. in some spots. I'm gonna play that one forty clip here. 
Is that a whistle or a synth? Well, I mean, it's a whistly sound. <laughs> yeah, it's a whistly sound. Like an echoey yeah, yeah, just like it's just like an echoey, and they kind of like do like a, a shift to the sound of the guitar. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on with that voice. It's definitely, I mean, I think 98 was pretty early days, if it is autotune related. Mm-hmm, so like the mm-hmm. uses were not necessarily as well defined. It could maybe even be some experimentation in terms of that, but nothing I read about it mentioned it at all. Yeah, they weren't like, this is one of the first auto-tune pieces, yeah. and you can hear when he hits the high notes. Like, We're together. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there are definitely parts where you get more of that, and it seems like it's being corrected automatically. Ooh. Ooh. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, you get vocal harmonies on this. A lot of, yeah, like a lot of like country staples to like. Yeah, still a similar setup to mm-hmm. what happens in the original, but it sounds a little more country. It's a little more like there's ladies in the back doing their backup. Oh, yeah, doing their ooze yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah so it makes eyes. it, you know, where the first one is a big space launch, this one is like a little more tight, a little smaller, a little more intimate yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, oh. they were launching two shuttles in the first one. This one's just like a probe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those micro satellites. They're like tiny. They're tiny. Little, they're just little guys. Just little guys. Yeah. I, this is the first time hearing about micro satellites. They're just like small satellites. Okay. That's tight. Um, <laughs> Alex, we're talking, we're moving forward oh, here. Sure Unless anyone else has got anything else to say. We're talking about newfound glory in the year 2000. Yeah, NFG. NFG. Sometimes a newfound glory. I saw. I, I, I could have sworn I saw the newfound glory as well, really? but I might have saw seen a uh, and then put a the in instead. Uh, but they seem to sometimes put an article in front of their name. Yeah, but these guys, these guys love songs from movies. So this is the second time we're talking about them in two weeks here because oh, yeah. they also did a cover of Iris. Oh yeah, oh cool. And this is from so this is from their series of albums called From the Screen to Your Stereo. And this is volume one. Last time was volume two. So I think Newfound Glory also thinks that this is the superior power ballad from 1998. They did it first. They're like, first. Gotta do this one first. Yeah, this was just 2000. So Yeah. So this version asked the question, what if there was no low end? What if we just forgot about bass? <laughs> <laughs> what style do you call this? This would be pop punk. Yeah, pop um, punk. Yeah. Emo, like specifically. Okay. I just wrote like punkish, punkish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's no, the right vibe. That sounds right, and it definitely. I feel like the song is a good fit for that because it's like fairly simple love song, mm-hmm. as we discussed, and like that fits in the pop punk vein for sure. Yeah, of like it's not necessarily a terribly sophisticated love song. Yeah, I often talk about how like pop punk has like an adolescent feel to it, like a middle school vibe. So you mm. take a, a simple sappy song like this and put it through that filter. It, Tends to work out. It, yeah. Yeah, I could see it being like a middle school thing. Yeah. Um, it's definitely faster. Yep. Yes. I thought it was probably at times too fast. Yeah, I agree with the too fast. Because like he's kind of struggling to sing along, and I feel like this would be a good one to like Yeah, to really to. like dig in with a little chug and But and it's a little tough because it's so fast and like to have everyone sing along because they'd be like like tripping over their words well so uh, it's so fast in some points like he has to like change the cadence of the lines yeah as mm-hmm. he's delivering them 
and I'm not sure I love the sound of like the the change up or well yeah. like it's like I'm so used to the Steven awkward, Tyler's right, right. yeah so. yeah and whereas like Mark Chesnut has the time to still dig into vocals and even mm. if you don't like the auto tune it's like you can still appreciate that he can take the time to make his choices here it does feel a bit like he's rushed along it's like well, we got to get to the end of this fucking song guy yeah yeah rushing that's what it feels yeah and it's I mean it's your standard technique power chords we hit the root notes. We do, we do. Like, yeah, yeah it's it a just, lot of those. It's like long chords, or later on they get the yeah chugging. Yeah, even the chugging, which is usually like a point to dig in, they like whip through. They're like, yeah. we got to chug and move on. And I think they even like this chugging and then faster. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's it's all about speed here. It's a pretty short version too because of that. Yeah. What are we looking at for time on this? It's um, uh, 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 yeah, two and a half. Two and a half yeah, minutes. So kind of in and out but yeah it does feel too, too fast too furious um no not right furious enough furious. Yeah, yeah right amount of furious in there um yeah and good. just like no yeah. low end on this oh right the low end i didn't really notice the low end thing it wasn't I fucking it. there it wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and but i that usually can like happen a, sometimes with these really compressed oh that's no you think even less if it's super good i don't know i don't know dude i think do they just not have someone to like play? I think they had somebody playing bass. They probably had him doubling the guitar line and probably mm. had distortion on it, which can cut out some of your low end. Yeah. Right. That would be my guess. But Too fuzzy. I Too wasn't fuzzy. in the studio with Newfound Glory that day. I was elsewhere. We're gonna have to call him up. Yeah. Let him know. Finding um, other gotta redo it. Um, they do hit a cowbell just before the second chorus. So think about that. I am thinking about it. Just once? Yeah, I think just once. <laughs> I think I noticed that, and because I, I do remember hearing it something like that, and then I was like, "No, it's in my head." Because <laughs> like, I think I went back, but I went back too far, and then I didn't hear it, and I was like, "No, no, must have been fake." <laughs> well, sometimes I'm listening like at work sometimes, and there's right, so, so much there's other like noises noise. in the back. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. I'll. Let, you guys want to talk about Selena Jones in 2001? I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing because even when I. Yeah. This is an American jazz and cabaret singer. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah she old. Yeah. Active since 1949. Yes. Um, still alive. I don't still think alive. she's terribly active anymore. Hang on, I'm adjusting my mic. Um, yeah, more obviously you said jazz, R&B. It's definitely in, in that area. Um, Tell me more. Well, we get some jazz. Like, it's that, it's that electric piano to me. That Is gets it? played throughout, you know, a lot of chords. It's mostly that, right? Yeah. I for this one I for some reason like I don't think it's actually slower but it feels slower feels I a lot it, slower yeah. is it actually slower I, it's hard tell. to it's hard for me to tell because it's like it's not like a longer song but um yeah I don't know if it's like part of like there's not as much backing instrumentation that makes it feel it's slower true. or if she's just actually singing really slow yeah it does feel very sparse because you get yeah. like a bit of piano some very light jazz drums mm. yeah and i i'm i'm guessing it's slower it's it's another one that's like like genre wise a good fit though yeah it's like a tender jazz piece 
Yeah, it's almost, I mean, particularly at the beginning before more instruments come in, it feels very like singer songwritery because mm-hmm. you've got your keys and your vocals basically and yeah. the drums. Um, and that's cool. You know, it's nice. It, and more intimate feeling because it's not a huge orchestra, it's just a small group. But I do like that after that first chorus, they like bring a saxophone in and it just kind of like does stuff. Oh yeah, it just like rips around for a bit. <laughs> for like the rest of the song, basically. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I love a good sax. Um, let's talk about a weird lyrical change. It seems this dream will never do. Yeah, I noted that as well. And I I had it as something like I was like, does this like change the meaning? And like it it softens the meaning. Like Yeah. It's like it's like she's trying to dream and she's like, ah, well, this isn't good enough. But like <laughs> As opposed to like like identifying that the sweetest dream would never do like like it doesn't matter how well I dream it won't yeah the the original version knows this version yeah. is uncertain yeah this one it almost seems like seems like it like she's tried it she's like I I tried it didn't work out it I seems she says though it seems, it, seems it won't like do it didn't, yeah. didn't work. Uh, that's and maybe if I dream of you with less clothes, like, maybe yeah. she's it. like, I'm going to run some more trials, but it seems <laughs> yeah. this dream will never seems do. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then they end, she ends the song mm-hmm. by saying, cause I love you. Yes. They do, they do put a love. I love you in this one. I, that like pulled me out of it. Like I didn't like, like I get, maybe it's like a style thing, like for Too jazz explicit. or whatever. Yeah, but like, maybe. I was just like, I was like, no, we know that. Don't say that. Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does definitely feel like they wanted to put like a vocal run or something on the end or like a held note. And that was their like, this is our full stop. I could have done. I don't want to. But it's a very, thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a very, it's a very like generic way to do it. Right? Yeah. Cause I love you, babe. Like, yeah. That's. Yeah. Like, that's, hey, you've been saying that for the, the last sentiment. three minutes. Thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit too, for me though, like part of what makes the original work is that there is like, it's slow. Yeah. But there's big, exciting things happening. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Or is this one so soft and like so sparse that it for is. me, I'm it does, it does pick up, but yeah, it really just ends up being that EP and yeah. Saxophone, like noodling. Yeah. Yeah. Saxophone's great. Love a saxophone. Yeah. I mean, it gains points for saxophone. For sax noodles. Sax noodles. Um, let's talk about this is my called shot. Let's talk about Will Gill's least favorite version. <laughs> the Loungeleers in 2005. Don't wanna close my eyes. Don't wanna fall asleep. Cause I miss you, baby. And I don't wanna miss a thing. Cause even when I dream of you, the sweetest dreams will never do. I so miss you, baby. Will is that correct? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I had mentioned to Jake and Alex uh when we were at a concert that there was just one that I was listening to and I was like I was visibly upset to one of my colleagues. And uh that was this <laughs> this version, unfortunately. Um the yeah. Lounge-a-leers. The Alex. These are a kitschy pop duo. I have a I have a quote here that says yep. they're a group you like to hear over the murmur of your conversation and the tinkle of the ice in your glass. Close your eyes and it's 1952, 62 even. You're at a cocktail party. <laughs> yeah, I think these just they're just a bunch of jokers, right? That's the I think they're two jokers. The thing. Two yeah. jokers. <laughs> Not like, even a bunch. It's a, yeah, like novelty group where they do like lounge music, but they're also nerds. Yeah, so it's like okay. we've talked about Richard Cheese. I don't know if you know him. He kind of does something. I think I do, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, similar, but a little more 
full. Like yeah, he yeah, but f- like it's like legitimate like lounge arrangements. Yeah, uh, and he's kind of got like a old like old school voice. But this is like lounge music filtered through like what they call like naive musicians. So like you don't really know music. Yeah. So they just like have their cheap Casio keyboard. Yeah. I, I, I literally sound. said, I said someone found some fun settings on the keyboard. That is what it <laughs> sounds like. One one of them is listed as percussionist, but it does sound like it's just a generic like rhythm setting on a keyboard. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure what it is ultimately, but that is the effect. I think the effect they're going for, and it's the effect that they achieve. Mm-hmm. And I, I part of the version that I didn't like was the vocals were so like high in the mix, I guess like they're right. They're so prominent. And like, I just like, part of me was like, let me just hear the music. Like, I don't want to hear you singing it poorly. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me hear, let me hear your, uh, rhythm setting on your keyboard, please. <laughs> yeah. Let me listen to the tech demo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was built by professionals. I'll just groove along a little bit. Yeah. They, they're very like nasally too, or the, yeah, the singer. Yeah. In the like, new wave sort of novelty musics like frank sidebottom yeah but not quite as nasally yeah because that's so extreme yeah but it's definitely yeah it, i mean i still think like nerdy is a good description i think it is because i think I, they like, had like suspenders and little yeah, bow ties little in bow ties their photo big glasses but they did have like so i wonder if they're more exciting live or something like you said they're a they're a bunch of jokers yeah maybe it does seem like more of a comedy thing to me yeah for sure we talk but about, there's not yeah. a ton to tip that off necessarily I unless mean, you like look into them. Yeah, I was gonna say like although they are called the Loungeliers, so maybe that's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a dumbass name like that yeah. is <laughs> good tip off. Yeah, it just came up on the playlist, and I was just like, nope. Just immediately <laughs> soured your day. You're like, fuck <laughs> this. And is the outro like generic Casio like drum fill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like. Yeah, there's like a fake steel drum at some point in this uh, woodblock. Yeah, it's just like whatever novelty settings you could find on your your cheap ass keyboard. But yeah, it's definitely like, or I suspect anyway, it like they're trying to make something that's kind of ugly aesthetically, right? Um, but not really in a punk way, in just like a kind of off putting way, or like you said, amateurish seeming mm-hmm. way. Well, and they've certainly... They've succeeded. succeeded. Uh, to what end, I don't necessarily know, but... But, hey, we gave them airtime, so... Yeah. They <laughs> got us. Um, let's talk about years some, later. some friggin' reggae here, though. Let's talk about Lee Francis in 2010. I don't wanna close my eyes I don't wanna fall asleep Cause I miss you, babe And I don't wanna miss a thing Even when I dream of you The sweetest dream I'll never do Cause I miss you, babe Let's, Do you I had know the, anything I had about the this guy? On this one. Hang on, I got it. About this person, I didn't like their image on Spotify, but no, I couldn't find any. Yeah, I couldn't find shit. They just seem to have a bunch of songs on these like reggae compilation albums. Right, we've talked about a lot of these which before. Come up a fair amount. I feel like we don't give reggae a fair shake because a lot of these albums are questionable. I don't know, Alex. You continually put reggae on. I playlists. keep putting them on though, and we've talked about how much you love reggae. There's some good ones. There are some good. There are some good ones. Uh, as I was on these finding clips, um, there was one where you say you fuck for reggae. So Did I say that? That exists in one of the episodes. <laughs> hey, you're on record. Is that, is that me? <laughs> so there, you got reggae here. So we get a skank going. You're boom. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit the steel drum. Like, this is reggae by the numbers. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was wondering about this, mm-hmm. these compilation albums and this song. Like, are they? is it for reggae fans, or is it too generic for reggae fans? And right. if so, is it for casual reggae listeners? Like, who... Who's listening? Is it just to us? This? Are we the only ones? It's listening specifically to this? for us. Who listens to low quality reggae covers? Maybe I'm giving away my opinion of this version. Will do you <laughs> listen to low quality reggae covers outside of this podcast? Um, I can't say I listen to a lot of like reggae. Okay, um, fair, fair. No, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, we've heard some good ones. We've we heard some have. good ones, but yeah, I can see it working for some songs, but. Yeah, does. this does it seem does. like an odd choice to put the like island vibes relax on. It's yeah, well, because like the song's kind of like it's intense in a way, and mm-hmm. like this it this one it's it's fast but like more relaxed, but like yeah, I still thought it was a little too fast. In fact, yeah. it's like weirdly fast, even like for reggae. Okay, I also thought like I was like wow, like this it's like it's like rushed, relaxed. Like it has like a weird vibe, right? Yeah, it is a strange one. Um, but like also, it uses all the stereotypical reggae moves. It's got all the pieces. I mean, they, the yeah, pieces, they yeah. get it done. It's they got they, it done. It is a yeah. reggae version. They successfully Morgan, put it into reggae. Yeah. I don't know about successfully, yeah. but it's there. <laughs> here's my here's my take to make it work. So the song is about a dude who smoked too much weed and is trying to stay up to see his lover. So he doesn't want to close his eyes, but he's fucking high, man. <laughs> I'm greening out, bro. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. So yeah, that's that's that. Like, uh, they need a bong sound to the start, then. <laughs> Instead of the swell of strings, just yeah. have this bong sound. They would probably need to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> probably. And they have like a flute in there at one point, which uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a bit busy. I, I thought. As yeah, well. there was like a weird guitar like strumming fast, or it might have been a synth. They're or like, something. we need all the reggae elements, but then now they got a really yeah. busy reggae song. So I thought it was a bit much. So do you think it's maybe just one guy behind, like one producer? Because maybe what we're identifying as low quality is just like one. Just guy one dude. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised. Doesn't know what he's doing, wouldn't and then enough surprised. desperate people like Lee Francis who are like, "This might be my way to start off a music career." I get one, you know, sloppy reggae cover out there, and then I'm in the business. I think that's it. He's like the guy who 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 produced for Rebecca Black. Like <laughs> just trying to drum up views. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but you know who drummed up? Some drums. Some drums. Our next act. I think there's drums in this one. Griswold. Griswold. 2016. Yeah. So there's drums. It's it's rock. Yeah. It's, it's rock. It They're a punk rock, rock band from Sao Paulo. They're Brazilian. Um, and their thing is reinterpreting movie themes by injecting rock into the sound. This is already a rock song. Nice. So I don't. It know did. It did sound like harder rock to me. Yeah, like, for sure. It definitely like. I just my one of my notes is just more rock. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, more rock. Also, a little John Denver from. Well, it's, it's actually Ben Affleck singing. That's is he right. singing in the movie? I yeah, completely forgot about so, that. Yeah, Ben Affleck is singing to Liv Tyler's character. He's 
singing leaving on a jet plane because he's about to fly in a space shuttle not jet plane get it right ben come on ben ben that's the ben (laughs) but yeah so they they just like rip that straight from the movie yeah this one also like they do a lot of different things Mm -hmm. i felt like it was a little bit too much only because there were some things I liked, and then they never came back to it. Like, oh, the okay. riff at the beginning, I like yes. to do a guitar yeah. riff. That's cool, rocked. And then it never comes up again. Like, we should revisit that. Yeah. That's what I thought, anyway. Do you think that's, like, what everybody's suffering from here is they're like, how do we replace a massive orchestra? Yeah. I think that's just part of it. Um, I think, and, like, because the orchestra, like, it just, it's building through the whole song in the original. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if, like, some of these guys, they're like, okay, so, like, we have to go harder as we go along. And so they like write this amazing intro Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, how do we go harder? And then they just end up like, like filling it with more drums and stuff. Yeah. There is a lot of like, just, it sounds like they let the drummer just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the the snare on this very reverb. Yeah. Very reverb. Yeah. No, it it was, it was, I definitely like parts of it, but I, I don't know if it ever really, works all together for me mm, it's a little too one. disjointed yeah just because like i mean some of the stuff's not that out of there like oh they're chugging and oh now like now we get into the chorus and you know well, yeah. big chords it's very similar to now. the newfound glory version exactly i i liked it better than newfound glory me too. i think i yeah, uh, yeah i think it it beats a newfound glory but i think that's because they take a little more time with it yeah, like that's their advantage, there. and they also have a, at least a bit of low end. Like yeah, in that kick drum, and it sounds a little. <laughs> they do, so it fills out. They a do. Bit. It definitely feels 2016 or whatever. You know, like we have better technology for recording on a low budget. That's right. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the, I mean, I do, I I do like this one generally, but I, I thought it would be a little cooler if they were a little more focused. I don't know why I'm being so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. There's like there's drum fills and they're they end on like feedback noise and so are doing noise rock. They start out with a riff and you're like, well, this will be here a long time, and they say, yeah. no fucking nope. fuck you. To throw it out. Which is uh, kind of you know, kind of cool in its own own yeah. right. But I do like when things come back. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it's yeah, it's another punk rock version, but a better one. Yeah, and that's that's it for covers this week. That means it's Ooh. time to break it down to our final verdicts. We got yeah. three categories today: the worst version, the best version, and the most patriotic version slash blue collar. <laughs> I, I did forget to mention in the Aerosmith music video, there is a, a shot of people just saluting. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, this song sounds like it could be the American national anthem <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um. Alex, why don't you start us off? Yeah, all What's right. the worst version What's of this? What's the worst version? Uh, my worst version... What is my worst version? My worst version is probably Lee Francis. I thought it was pretty flat as far as reggae versions go. Right. Like I said, too fast, too busy. There wasn't much to like about it, honestly. And I didn't. And it did. That's fair. That's fair. Will, yeah. you're still locking it in with Lazulius. <laughs> sorry, I like. No, honestly, I honestly fair enough. <laughs> uh, I f- so I listened to it twice at work, and I have my little uh, like wireless earbuds, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not giving it a fair chance. I will go home. I will put on my like 
super expensive headset. I will give it another shot. And it was just just as painful. And so I was just like, yeah, no, it's locking in as the worst. I'm just not a fan of the vocals, not a fan of the sound. And yeah. uh, like, I couldn't do what they do. Like, they do something, but I'm just not into it. <laughs> not into it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, you guys, I think, have highlighted the two worst ones. But what do I think is the worst one between those two? I think Loungeleers because it's like distracting. Like like the Lee Francis, I can just let play in the background, and it's mm. like, oh, these are reggae tropes. Yeah, you can still kind of like sway a bit to the to the rhythm. Yeah, exactly. And I can be like, hey, I know the song kind of, but with Loungeleers, like yeah, it is just like an assembly of cheap and weird noises that don't amount to much of anything except a distraction. Yeah. So I can't just like let it sit in the background. So it's is noticeably bad as opposed to like invisibly bad right they make themselves heard <laughs> yes they make themselves heard um let's flip this though will what's the best version i think i mean i didn't want to like give it to mark chestnut because like you guys like probably knew it's like oh country was gonna love this but i fucking love that version <laughs> it was good i really liked it i thought he did a really good job like he made some weird choices but like he was still able to like do like kind of similar stuff to what the original did and uh, yeah, brought it into a country vibe. So sometimes really the weird it. choices are the most fun ones. Yeah. yeah. I think even, yeah, even without babe in there, which I like, I miss you, babe. Yeah. As opposed to I miss you. He still, he still holds out. Okay. Yeah. Alex. Best yeah, version. Best version. I think I probably liked Griswold's the most rock and roll guy, you know? Yeah. I've heard that. And as much as it was a little unfocused, I uh, had a good time with it. Um, I feel like I liked some of Selena Jones as well, but they were wasn't quite wasn't quite there. Yeah, Selena like, I Jones feel like is that just style like, could be a very successful cover of this. Yeah, it's not this one. But I think I need more from it. Yeah, I need a little more belting. I think two saxophones. Think about it. Dare I say three? <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it, but yeah, get a trombone in there. Say as well. three. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Get a skank going. Um, no. Alex, I think I agree. Like, as much as, like, most of these versions didn't hit for me, Griswold's had the most pieces I liked. Yeah. <laughs> Find the most good stuff. Yeah. So I think that's got They just win the numbers version. game. Yeah. Because they tried so many different things throughout. So it's like, oh, yeah, I like 25% of this song. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's more than the rest. Uh, well, what's got the most American blue-collar vibes? Oh, man. Which one is Bruce Willis and the crew listening to while they while blow they, up asteroids? Yeah. Man. And was this one of the categories you predicted? <laughs> uh, like slightly. The two categories I predicted were one was, what are you yelling at a wedding? Okay. Which yeah. one are you yelling at a wedding? And then the other one was, which one are you listening to on a space shuttle? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, kind of patriotic. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, you kind of got the vibe. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having trouble because, like, most patriotic. I, I kind of just want to give it to the country one just because I'm like, it feels... Makes sense, right? Like American yeah. country music? Yeah, like, it definitely has that like post 9-11 like yeah. American patriotism vibe. A country just country just is always like patriotic anyway. Like, especially artists from the US. Like, it's pretty rare there's not an American flag in their music videos. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I feel like that would be it. I think that's fair. Um, Alex, what's it going to be? You know, 
I tend to agree with you, Will, in terms of patriotism and in terms of country music. However, you also said, as an aside, which one are the guys listening to in the movie? <laughs> the Blue Collar. And I feel like they're not quite, they're not into the pop country thing. Okay. I feel like they're into the, the, the R&B thing. So I feel like it's Selena Jones. Like, that's the one that's on the radio in the background. Oh, as okay. Like, in their office on the oil rig kind of thing. I could see that. I, I could guess. see that. That's what I'm seeing. I'm not sure I would consider Selena Jones R&B. Well, I think it's in the the vein. That's like what she does. It's kind of her vocal style is more related to that. Right, right. I follow that. No, yeah, I like see Like the that. jazz R&B. Both American styles as well. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I'm hearing. You know, that's what would be written into a movie, I think. Mm. Cause yeah, like Bruce Willis well. would be like, "Oh, I'm. Uh, we don't listen to the popular radio. We listen yeah. to the classics." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Despite Selena Jones coming out and you know, three like, years after, yeah. <laughs> they you know they're like, "Oh, this is this is you know this is I don't know." They or or they go to their house and throw the record on or something. But yeah, you know, that kind check of the vinyl on. And maybe it would just be the director's thing, but it would be in the movie. It would be in the movie. Okay, okay. Fair answer, Alex. Fair answer. Um, let me see here. Let me think about this. Mark Chesnut does seem like the obvious answer. That also is a good answer, though, Alex. And that's why, and here's the thing is you got to remember, like, the names. And, like, I'm looking at these and, like, which one sounds the most like a Christian band? <laughs> found Glory. <laughs> <laughs> and America's all about Christianity. So they're going to pop that on. And you know what? Because you got to get back to work. You can't just spend all your time being patriotic. Two and a half minutes. <laughs> Knock it out. Get back to work. Get back to work, because sometimes the oil well is exploding and you need to put the pipe in. Okay, you gotta lay some pipe. I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's any uh, uh, rig techs out there, maybe correct us on our <laughs> terms. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm pretty confident that I'm right. <laughs> Alex knows what he's talking about, I'm sure. Um, that does it, though, for our final verdicts. If you got a similar opinion, different opinion, want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, of which there are a few. Are there many, Alex? You made this playlist. There are a few. There's a couple. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about Karen uh, Aoki, who also does one of the opening themes for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, man. Yeah, I they was were. A devastated that one got, took off, I got taken off. I had to cut a lot. You had to cut a I had lot. had to cut a lot. That's okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, but talk to us about those versions on Twitter. Hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake DeCressy, at some Alex Wise guy. Uh, Alex actually replied to a tweet this what? week as a recording so oh my goodness we wow. got him <laughs> <laughs> still haven't downloaded the app <laughs> but hey he, sometimes he'll log in on the browser like an old man he gets his reading glasses on and, and he writes out a little tweet do um, i reply or do i read he's gonna retweet you he's gonna make all the wrong moves but uh we are on twitter you can also email us at covermepod at gmail.com send us your comments questions concerns suggestions for future episodes be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. Uh, tell your friends and family about us. Tell your neighbors. Tell your loved ones. Tell your animals. Um, leave a little like note on your dog's collar that says, if found, listen to Cover Me Pod. <laughs> Engrave that into the, into the, <laughs> into the thing. And leave like your phone number, too, so the dog is lost. But, you know, get the word out there, folks. Now, I'm excited today. We have a bonus segment that I didn't make. Woo! Woo! Will Gill, not only a QA, but now an assistant producer. Uh, Will, is there a name for this segment? I'm, I'm just calling it, uh, as we always say on Cover Me. Okay, so break yeah. it down for us. Yeah, so the, 
What we're going to do is I have, I've compiled some clips of the ends of a couple of your episodes. Okay. And uh, essentially it'll be, it's all Jake speaking, but it's, as we always say on Cover Me, then a thing. And then you guys got to guess what episodes it's from. Okay. Um, this will be I, tough because we always say the same thing. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, is, it is difficult. So I have a demo so that we can just like get a gist of it before. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'll play it for you here. As we always say on Cover Me. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover me. All right. So now you guys got to tell me what episode. That I knew was you from. were going to pull from early shit because I was like, okay. I can do later stuff. So the demo, the demo is really hard. Okay. Some of them are easy. So I'm going to go from easy to hard once we start okay. actually counting points here. Oh, wow. so. Okay. I'm I'm guessing on things based on like the audio being kind of blown out. Yeah, you know the audio better than I do. That's for sure. Um, I um like. It's the, gonna one be tough. That, I, the one that has the worst audio is Witchy Woman, and that would be my guess. Yeah, Witchy Woman, you actually say something like, um, get out here, you sluts, like it's Halloween <laughs> or something. Are we guessing on this I'll, one? No, I'll give it to you. So this was, I think we're alone now. That was going to be my second. So I that, was going to guess whenever we're ever. <laughs> Which so was that, around the same time. <laughs> that's the the vein of it. Okay. So okay. these other ones. So in terms of like statistics, you, when you guys signed off for the first about 60 episodes, they had nothing to do with the, the okay. like, it took us a so, year over. So year. I had to I had to pull from after the first 60 because right. so these clips actually do relate to the song. Okay. So okay. okay. All right. Here's the first clip. Believing the strangest things. Loving the cover me. Loving, oh, the, alien, loving the alien. Bowie. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But when okay. which Bowie me was that? 2022. The last one? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that sounds right. I honestly don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys want to do like first two get it? Like in terms of scoring? Yeah, should we buzz in? Should we say our name to buzz in or something so that I we can I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it kind of just as long if you know it you can say it. Say it, okay. And if you both say it at the same time, I'll shout it out. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Okay. All right. Here comes the second. So wait, clip. are we allowed to if we if we know it before the clip ends? Should we just shout it out or? Um, no, because one of the clips is kind of long and it's really funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you when that one's coming. Okay. Clip two. I hooked on. Cover me. So that's got to be, uh, be hooked on a feeling. Hooked on a by who's Blue the original? Sweet. It's well, not Blue Sweet. It's not, Blue not the original. Sweet. Um, fuck. I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> oh no! It's... Is it like Johnny Mathis or something like oh, that? Probably. It's B.J. Thomas. B.J. Thomas. I would have never got that. <laughs> All right, this one's long because uh, Jake doesn't echo, but it's, <laughs> but it's worth it. Okay. Oh, this is a Billy Joel song. Let me hear you say this shit is cover me. C O V E R space M E. This ship is cover me. C O V E R space M E. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be Hall of Fame girl, girl. Stefani. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, clip four. Open up your eager ears and listen to cover me, yeah, Mr. Brightside, the Killers. Uh, yeah, you got it first. Yeah, you're fast. I like. I definitely thought these were gonna be harder because, like, when I listen to them, I'm like. Yeah, maybe. They do get harder. Okay. Well, we also have the I advantage think. of having written them. So. Yes, I did think you were going to have yeah, a clear I'll, advantage, I'll admit, unfortunately. I don't Alex, always even Alex listen to you saying this. And I do the brain wipe. This one I think is a little harder. Cover you. Cover me. Cover you, God. 
You're cover me. Oh, that's the darkness. I believe in the thing yeah. called love. Oh, killing it. <laughs> killing it. Killing it. All right. Clip number six. Those who wish to be must subscribe to cover me. <laughs> no, no I, know, I know this. Oh, Alex should know this one. Limelight rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't operate at speeds fast enough. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's tough. All right. Clip number seven. When you bite your lip, it's some reaction to cu- uh, uh, uh for me. <laughs> uh, my best friend's girl, the cars. I was going to say just what I needed. Okay. If you get this next one, I'm going to be very impressed because like, yeah. He's bringing me a surprise. Cover me's in the kitchen. It's a podcast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> it's, it's actually lyrics in the song. Like it, it's a little changed, but I don't. I don't. That's not ringing any bells. I don't think I know it. Wait, hang on, hang on. Nice. <laughs> trying to like turn it into like a rhythm or a melody. So see, like my problem with this one, I, I first didn't even think it was related to the song because I don't know the lyrics to the song. I, I realized, but okay. yeah. And All right. So is it a song you know? It is a song I know. Okay. Um, how recently did you do it, roughly? I can give you the episode number. No. No, I can't. I, I'm going to ruin everything. <laughs> um, Alex, what do you think? One guess. What's it Just be? guess. Yeah. I can actually give you a hint. Okay. Steven was a guest. Oh! Pumped up kicks! Yeah! Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, it's definitely not Superman. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, fuck now! Nah, still man. can't even like place that lyric. Cause, so, because you print like you, this lyric is ice. Dad. He's bringing me a surprise. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's not a lyric I knew in the song, but yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. clip number nine. Don't they know it's the end of Cover Me? It ended when the snake said goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the world. Who does the original, Alex? It's not Twiggy, I'll tell you that. Is it, uh, oh, what's her name? Is it, it's not Dusty Springfield? No. Did she do a version She of must it? do a version. Don't they know it's the, the end of the world? I um, don't remember the artist. No, name. I'm not going to get the artist. Skeeter Davis. Skeeter. It's Skeeter Davis. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking Dusty, but it's Skeeter. Mm. You knew it was a weird name. Yeah. All right. And what's our score at right now? Uh, I think I have. You have nine. Okay. And I've given Alex four. Four. That was very generous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There was a couple that you knew. You were just like a little slower than Jake. Jake's really fast. Okay. Neither of you are getting this one. This was the tiebreaker, but like. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. (laughs) A cover by any other name would be kind of confusing and hard to find. Good. Oh, good. Um, okay. Is that for in the song? No. Okay. No. <laughs> is it an early episode? That's yeah. This an is an early episode. episode. That's a rose by any other name, but dumber. <laughs> yeah. This is when you just pulled random sayings and that, that's quotes. Yeah, I literally improvised them at the end of episodes. Yeah. It's apparent because, like, I think there's one where it takes you like three minutes to get through. Yeah. We. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we know it's not. Uh, the Tommy James and the Shondells one because that one was already done. We already know it's done. not Witchy Woman because there was no talk of sluts. So there's 58 other episodes. <laughs> yeah, Alright, that would make it uh, toxic. Britney Spears. Good guess. I'm going to get lucky Daft Punk. 
But I'm going to say Alice was closer because it's poisoned by Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, that, that's the end of the bonus segment. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, fun. You, you people listen along at home. Tell us if you knew at home which episodes they were from. Tell us what your scores were. Hashtag, as we always say. Um, and that does it for today's episode. Will, is there anything you'd like to promote? I should ask you this the top of the episode. Uh, no. I guess we could promote Bowhead still. Bowhead's yeah. dope. It's still, like, part of me. Right so. on. Uh, if you know anyone who is has a disability, uh, Bowhead makes adaptive bikes. This is for physical, not mental. So if you're just slow, the bike's not going to help you. <laughs> uh, so, so for some mental, it's oh, good, okay, like yeah, for yeah, cerebral for sure. palsy and stuff, because uh, like you can balance and stuff. So yeah, if you're if you know somebody or if you personally have a disability and you're looking for a way to get outdoors, uh, Bowhead is a really good way. Okay, where can they find? What's the easiest way? To- uh, bowheadcorp.com is the website, or if you search Bowhead on Instagram, you can find them as well. Okay, right on. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Will. Yeah, it was a blast. It was fun. I'm oh. glad we got to do it in person. Yeah, yeah. this is great. Uh, and as we always say, uncover me. That's it. Today's episode. And as we always say, uncover me. I'm wondering what you're dreaming. Wonder if it's cover me you're seeing.